Good morning, everyone. It's great to see you. Thank you for being here, for making the time to be here today uh, to this required meeting for all school families that are English speaking. Are we missing a few? Are we missing someone? Can you think of someone who's missing? Okay, you have a job, which is to bring them to the next meeting, right? We got, we got to get our families together, okay? And this is going to be one of the ways that we want to do that. So I'd, I'd like to explain a little bit about what this is about, why we're doing it, and what effects I hope it will have in our parish school, in our, in our school community. So let's start here with a quick little prayer. I know we just prayed at Mass, but let's start this asking for the help of the saints, especially Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, the Holy Family. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we entrust our works to you, who are the origin and goal of all things, especially of our own lives. Help our families to know and to recognize your call for them in the midst of the world, to live as a priestly people set apart, conscious of your law written upon their hearts, to till and keep the garden of creation which you have placed us in and to multiply your children by our gift of self by our preaching of the good news of salvation and by the home life which we share which you uh, which you called your son to share in the home of Nazareth may our, uh, our reflections today bring joy and peace to our hearts so that each one of us, each family, may grow in knowledge and love for you, that we may grow in nobility, holiness, and peace. All this we ask through the intercession of the Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So today, I, I, I'm thankful you're here. I hope you enjoyed the pancakes. I wanted to keep this meeting short and fun, just as a way of... Um, introducing what it is that we're trying to do here and hopefully get the word out and make this something that you all are excited about. I know this cuts into your time. I know this cuts into your Sunday. But I, I hope and I pray that together we can create a community that supports our families and doing the things that our families really want to do, which is raise great kids, right? I, I really believe in the work of our school. I believe in the the mission of education, which requires enormous resources and dedication and finances on the part of our parishioners and of our church. But if we do that right, every, every, everything that we do is worthwhile, right? Because the fruits of that are young people coming to know Christ and to know his call for their lives and to understand what it is that they can do with their gifts and talents in the service of God's kingdom. Uh, there's no goal more noble or beautiful or worthwhile than that in this, in this life. So, what I'd like to do this year is respond to a couple of, a couple of questions, first of all. Why, why are we doing this? The first simple answer to that question is parents and teachers have been asking for it. This is an answer. This is, this is our answer to something that our parents and our teachers are asking for. 
Our parents are asking for it because I talk to parents in baptismal prep or other situations like that. And I ask them how things are going. I ask them what are their needs? What do they, they need help with? And one of the most consistent things that I hear is, I don't know who the other parents at the school are. I don't, know, I don't even know who they are. I see them in the line. I kind of fight with jockey with them for position in the pickup line, but that's about it. And sometimes that's friendly and sometimes it's not. <laughs> but wouldn't it be great if I knew who my kids' classmates' parents were? How do we do that? It's been tough in the pandemic, obviously. We have a lot of new families at our school. Our enrollment has increased almost 15% last year. So we got new families, new kids, we need to get everyone together. We need to get everyone to know each other and build up that community. So that's first answer. Hey, I don't know the people who send their kids to our school. We feel isolated. And if, there, if there's one thing that shouldn't really be true of a Catholic school community, it's that. We should, we should be more tightly knit than other school communities, not less. Right, because we have a common purpose. We have a deeper understanding of what it is that's, that's supposed to happen here. So that's the first reason. Parents are asking, how do we get to know the other families in our school? And where can I find support? It's lonely out here. <laughs> Second reason, teachers are asking for it. It's one thing to be a, a great teacher and to create a classroom culture, but if teacher and home, if school and home are on a different wavelength, school isn't nearly as fruitful as it could be. So teachers have been giving some feedback on here are some things that we're seeing from our kids that we want the parents to understand. We'd love to have parents on board with. Here's ways to really benefit even more from what we're doing here at school. So we came up with a list of things that parents have asked for and teachers have asked for. And what I'd like to do this year is with your help and your reflection and your input is to, to create a portrait I want to create a portrait. The portrait is of the family. What is, what is the kind of family that we're all striving to be? What are those characteristics? What are the practices? What are the things that we have in common as a school community that will help us give some, give it, that will give us something to strive for, right? Now, that doesn't mean a leave it to beaver, Ward and June Cleaver, sort of cookie cutter example of what a family is. It means in my family, how can I be drawn more deeply into my vocation as, as a parent, right, as a leader, as a shaper of souls. So we're going to paint a portrait. We're going to paint something really beautiful. Because beautiful things motivate us. I know there's a, there's a sense in which sometimes we, we list, list out a, a, a long litany of stuff that people should be doing, right? Like, and, and we need handbooks and we need things like that. But you, you pick up the handbook and you're like, oh man, this is a bunch of stuff I got to do. That's not motivating most of the time, is it? Unless you're a certain type of personality. <laughs> What's motivating is you see something beautiful and you, and you think, I want that. I want to be like that. That's what I want my family to be. How do we get there? 
That's what we want to create together here. So I want, to, I want your input. We're going to start with some ideas and things to start seeding some conversations. And your kids are a part of that conversation, by the way. We want your families to be here. Thank you for bringing your kids. We want to have, we want to have a, a, time, a family time together. There may be times when we just have, hey, just moms this week. There might be a session where we just, hey, just dads. Kids and mom go home. Dads, stick around. We're going we're gonna to have a, a little squad meeting. <laughs> right? Whatever, whatever it may be. We're going we're gonna to figure out what those things are as we go along. I have some ideas. But that's the why. Parents are asking for it. Teachers are asking for it. And we need motivation from something beautiful to strive to live out our vocations as, as parents and families. So, what I've done is created a, a document here. You can't, it's, it's 12 pages, uh, a short reflection. I'm not gonna hand it out, because it's a draft. We're gonna go through it. We're gonna talk about it. We might put passages up. I think we usually have a projector back here somewhere, or up here. We're gonna put passages up and we're gonna reflect on them. We're going to talk about them, and then we're going to go home, take a couple weeks, think about it, come back. This is meant to be just a, a simple statement of what we believe to be true about the family in Christ. And what I want to talk about today is just one little passage and elaborate, excuse me, elaborate a little bit on what I said during the homily about this idea of nobility, right? Did, it, did anyone have the initial reaction that I was kind of describing when you hear the phrase education for nobility? What was your initial reaction to that? Education for the upper class? Is that, is that what came to mind? What, what, what came to mind? You just totally bought in. You're all about it. Great. Did any of you have a negative reaction to that? No? Does that, does that sound appealing to you? I mean, honestly, I, I genuinely want to hear what was your initial thought. Yeah. So you didn't have a negative reaction. Kim, Kim White, uh, former secretary of our parish here and very much involved as a school parent, says, no, I, nobility is associated with goodness in, in my mind. Yeah. Beautiful. Any other thoughts or reactions? I don't know. Just nothing, no wrong answer here. How would you define nobility? What is the definition? I want to think about that here just a little bit today. And these are, these, are gonna be, these are abstract things right now, but we're going to get concrete very quickly, okay? I suggest the following as a definition. What is it that nobility truly in it, it is in and of itself? Nobility is the capacity for reverence. Nobility is the, is the capacity for reverence. Reverence is a response that we give to great and beautiful things. Someone who's capable of re reverencing what is truly great, recognizing it and responding to it, is noble. Some examples. A soldier. Why is a soldier noble? Is a soldier noble because 
He carries powerful weapons and has the ability to kill. Is that what makes a soldier noble? A soldier fights for the weak? What else? Yeah. A soldier has the power to do many things, but restrains the use of that power for the good. Yeah, good. And I heard another one, fight, fights, uh, fights for the weak. We said there was another one. Great, soldier puts other people before himself, namely his country, right? He's putting his country before himself. This big, this big reality that, that is a, a, a gift and a blessing to us all, but he puts his life on the line for that great good, right? So that's what makes a soldier noble because of the cause that he serves and the way he serves. Why is it, uh, so let's say about, a, how about a teacher? Why is a teacher noble? Because a teacher puts up with everyone's kids. <laughs> True that. Right, so, so takes on extra responsibility, right? Is a teacher noble just because she knows more stuff than other people? Or knows more stuff than her kids? A teacher is noble because she's forming souls that will exist for all eternity. What about a child? How is a child noble? What does it mean to be a noble child? What do you think? Is a child capable of being noble? Yes. So taking on responsibilities or being, being a giver rather than a taker, even when not asked to do so, great. How else is a child noble? Children, children are brutally honest. <laughs> They speak the truth, right? Without fear of the consequences. It's just true. Why well, say it? Why would you not say the truth? That's noble. They see things sometimes that we miss. Children are noble not because so much of who their parents are, right? Because they're, they come from a certain class or of wealth, but because they treat others with respect and affection, regardless of how appealing they are. That's a kind of nobility. What about a father? How are fathers noble? I preached about this a few weeks ago. Actually, Father's Day. More than a few weeks ago. How are fathers noble? Is it because, the, oh yeah, sorry? Lisa says that fathers are protectors. Yeah. Is it because they have power over their kids and their wife? Okay, what would it, yeah. Poise, poise, discipline, and leadership. Poise, discipline, discipline and, leadership. and leadership is what makes a father noble. How do you, what's the word poise mean? How do you, how do you want to explain that? Discipline, uh, no, po poise. Poise. <laughs> bearing. The way he carries himself. Commitment. Commitment. Responsibility, taking responsibility. That's, those are all noble things, right? A man is noble as a father because he lives those things, not because he has power, but because he places, like a soldier, places his authority at the service of those given to him, his wife and his children. He's not above them, he's below them. He who is first among you must be the servant of all, right? That's our gospel today. That's nobility, okay? 
Everyone has a particular call to nobility. We want, to, we want to find a way to live that out in common, to encourage one another, to honor nobility when we see it, to raise the bar in our community, how we hold one another accountable, and what sorts of things we notice about each other. To be able to say to someone, you have those qualities, I see them in you. I love that. Let's be friends, <laughs> right? And then to have the pleasure of someone saying that to you, right? Someone maybe that you wouldn't have, wouldn't have known otherwise. Someone that you wouldn't have had a conversation with, but who saw something in you and wants to reach out and to, to share in that. So that's, our, that's the big picture thing, okay? So what's that gonna look like in the year to come? Can I get some help from our teachers to pass some things out? So the first thing is we have a calendar here. You all know, I should have introduced you, Aaron. You all know Aaron Waldeck. He's our seminarian for the year. He's an intern. He's gonna be helping out at the school quite a bit. They we're just handing out those. Uh, this is our calendar for the year. Can I have one of those? I didn't keep one for myself. Yes. <laughs> So the plan is, we're doing this for the English-speaking families and we're doing it for the Spanish-speaking families. We're gonna do it here in English, and we're gonna do it in Blessed Sacrament in Spanish. We're gonna alternate weekends. I'll be curious to see what kind of turnout we get with the, with the Spanish-speaking families next week. But what I really want, what I really wanna do is to just give you a heads up on this. Um, this is the schedule for the whole year. This looks like a lot, but remember, you're only going to half these meetings. The ones on the left are the English meetings. The ones on the right are the Spanish meetings. You don't have to go to both. You only go to the, the one of the language you speak, okay? If you speak both languages, feel free to swap. Feel free to go back and forth. You don't have to commit to one track. Just go, go where it works. There's a couple lines here that are in bold. You'll notice Sunday, October 31st, Sunday, January 30th, and Sunday, May 29th. Those are in both columns. And we're gonna have special guests who are coming to speak and address our whole community at the same time. So everyone will meet on that same Sunday. So in October, we'll have three meetings. In October, those who are speaking Spanish will have three meetings. They'll just be spread out a little bit differently. Does that make sense on that calendar? Does this calendar make sense to you all? Okay. Now, it may happen that we gotta cancel some of these. It may happen that we're gonna end it earlier than we decide, because it's going, you'll see here, till into June, which is after school ends. I am conscious of the fact that it's after school ends, but after all, this isn't just a school activity, this is also life activity. To that end, if you could um, hand this out. How many, of you, how many of you are already on our Telegram channel? Raise your hands. How many of you have no idea, now let your hands down. How many of you have no idea what Telegram is or haven't been involved in it? Okay, we have a little thing here. This is how we're going to be communicating this information to our families. Telegram is a messaging platform. It's not social media, it's just a, it's a secure private messaging platform that allows us to broadcast messages to large groups of people. This will show you how to get on there 
so that you can receive the messages that we're sending. You can use it on your cell phone. You can use it on your home computer, on a laptop. You can go to the library and use it on their computers there if you want, right? Like, it's very accessible. We, everybody got that, Julian? <laughs> we got a question? The, the question is, are the meetings gonna be exactly like this meeting? We'll have pancakes on the third Sunday of the month, but the other Sundays, that's a really good question. The other Sundays, I would like to ask for volunteers to bring donuts, make some coffee, and put out some juice beforehand so we at least have something to snack on during our meetings. And before you go, I have our next two meetings with sign-up sheets here, if you would like to do that. If you would like to provide those things and donate them, great. If you would rather we reimburse you for those things, great. We have set aside a budget for this, for this stuff. So if you'd rather not pay for it, but we'll be willing to get it and set it up, we'll go for it. We'll make that happen. So that's right here. There's a couple of sign-up sheets for the October 3rd and October 17th meetings, okay? And you can sign up. There's a couple different jobs that I have on there that I'm gonna describe here. Just I'll get your questions. We need a host who's gonna pick up the donuts, set up the juice and make the coffee. We need help setting up and cleaning up, sweeping, getting chairs and tables squared away because we have school the next day. And then I need a beetle. You know what a beetle is? That's what they were doing. They're passing out handouts. It's an old, it's an old fashioned term. One of my Jesuit professors used to call the beetle, the guy who passed out everything. If you read Oliver Twist, you know there's a beetle. Remember the beetle and Oliver Twist? So if there's handouts to be made, there's stuff, stuff to be collected, that person is also in charge of taking attendance. Yes, we're gonna take attendance. And here's how we're gonna do it. These sheets here are going to be the way you receive kind of credit or acknowledgement for being here, okay? It just means filling out your name, the oldest child's name, so we know how to tell your family apart from maybe other, other people, just we get exactly, we're, we're right. If you have only one child, put their name. If you have more than one child, put the oldest child's name. And then one sentence, just write one sentence that summarizes what you took away from today. What is it about? What was this conversation we had about? If somebody asked you, what did you talk about at School of Home this, this morning? This would be your answer. Does that make sense? You take that, and you're gonna bring it over here, up front, and you're gonna place it in this gray box, right in there. There's pens here, if you don't have a pen. But you're gonna put it just right in there, and then we're gonna record that. You get service hours for being here, okay? If you volunteer and do extra work, you get more service hours. If you're doing the host job, or the, the setup job, or the beetle job, you get extra service hours. Right, we all gotta do how many service hours? Every 15. Okay, here's the other thing about this. We are taking attendance, right? I do wanna know who's here. I do wanna know who's making the effort. We wanna bring more and more people into, into this. We wanna establish a culture at our school that's capable of sustaining and nourishing our kids and our families. So if you're coming, you're gonna receive credit for that. We're gonna take these things into account in the years to come. 
as to how much scholarship assistance we can offer. If we have a decision to make between a family that's committed to these projects, committed to, the, to these meetings, who's taking this and running with it, and a family that isn't, if we have a decision to make in terms of how we can allot those scholarships, we're going to give it to the family that's all in, right? So this is, this is something that's going to be part of our discernment process in terms of financial aid. And I, I can't emphasize enough, we are investing enormous amounts of time and money into our families. But if that is being met with indifference or apathy, right, that, that's, that's, a, that's a problem. We want to invite them in. Let's bring them in. Let's get them here. Let's participate together. Create something really beautiful and unique. But just remember, from now on, if you want to have the, the service hours recorded and so forth, we're going to put that little half sheet in this box before you leave. Filled out with your name and a quick little statement. If you have comments, if you have criticisms, if you have questions, put them on the back. Write them on the back and I'll, I'll look at every single one of these, okay? I want to I get your feedback and together we're going to be working on what, what connects, what, what's the beautiful portrait that we can paint as a community, okay? We will be meeting next time on October 3rd. Thanks to those of you who signed up. Thank you very much for making that commitment. Our topic, just to give you a little hint, our topic is gonna to be to, uh, screens, screens in the home. And we're gonna be talking about a ritual that your family can use to pray together to sanctify the Lord's Day. Uh, we're gonna, it's gonna be a really great thing to introduce into your families get you together, eating together, praying together, sharing time together with the, all the extra time that you will have from getting rid of your screens. All right. To be continued. Okay. Let's close with a quick blessing. Let's everybody get in our prayer posture. Everybody quiet. If you were to bring like donuts and stuff, how many people are you supposed to be expecting? Oh, good question. If you're bringing donuts and stuff like that, I think we're going to plan maybe for around, I would say, six to eight dozen donuts and then coffee and juice alongside of that. But we can work out that as we go along. And again, if, you, if, if you'd rather we reimburse you for that, we're happy to do that. Okay, by the way, just a brief round of applause for the Knights for cooking our breakfast. Thank you, Knights. We really appreciate that. And if, if you want to chip in next third Sunday of the month, so the meeting on the 17th, if you want to uh, come early, help them cook, or help any, with anything that they do, I'm sure they would appreciate that help. Adam Byers is our grand knight who just stood up. And, and, and Adam would be glad to add to your service hours if this is something that works for you and your family. Okay, prayer posture. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings of this past week. Help us enter into your rest this holy day. Help us to spend time with one another, present to each other, attentive and affectionate with one another uh, as we rejoice over your gifts, over the blessings you pour out so abundantly into our lives, into our homes. Send us forth with joy in our hearts, um, with you close by, never far, and always before our eyes and in our hearts. May Almighty God bless each of you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much. Feel free to hang out as long as you like, but I'm so glad you made the time this morning.